This lesson will focus on improving aspects of front crawl and backstroke and is for those who can easily trust the water for support. Swimming is an art and one which can be practiced with awareness and pleasure throughout your life. Any bad habits of movement and posture on land you'll take into the water with you. So we can practice finding easier and better movements with swimming on a mat on the floor which will help you when you swim for real. Front crawl and backstroke have two fundamental ideas which you can think about all the time you're swimming. How to be more streamlined and lengthened and how to rotate around your central axis. Both the pelvis and the upper body twist rhythmically as you swim. The powerful front crawl is generated by the ability to twist both halves of your body around a lengthened arrow, cutting through the water. In addition to rotating, think of gliding to give you propulsion. Think of effortlessness, of the ability of your arms to rotate and enter the water without splashing, much like the awe of a skilled rower scarcely disturbing the water. Kicking is rhythmic and steady and requires less work in front crawl than backstroke. And think of breathing out. Like many activities, when we effort or concentrate hard, we tend to hold our breath. It's no different in swimming. Let your breath flow. In swimming, there's no need to actively suck the breath in. You breathe out gently in the water with your mouth slightly open, and when you lift your head out to turn towards your lifting arm in front crawl, you will instinctively take in a breath. The movements for breaststroke and butterfly are quite different to front crawl. They require undulating and waving through the spine. If you're a breaststroker who determinedly keeps your head above water with a shortened neck, you could make all the difference to your stroke by being more like a seal or dolphin, ducking your head down through the water and up. But more of that another time. The movement sequence we're exploring today is helpful for front crawl, especially being able to rotate your trunk, swivel your head to the side to breathe at the same time as your arms lifting up before entering the water to pull. Ideally, you want to be able to breathe on either side bilaterally, Though for many of us, one side of our torsos or neck is easier to turn than the other. We may also have been taught in our earlier swimming training to breathe only on one side unilaterally, which means a whole set of inefficient swimming habits to overcome. Always interesting and fun. Find a carpet or mat with a cushion handy and lie on your stomach with your legs stretched out and forehead on the mat. Bend your arms to rest your palms, forearms and elbows on the floor with your hands somewhere near your head. Lengthen your neck to look under your chest towards your belly button. Your chest will lift a little as you tuck your head under and then rest your chin on the ground. Move between these two positions of tucking your chin under and then setting your chin away, extending your neck about five times. Pause before picking up the movement again. This time, drawing your chin towards your throat with your neck lengthened and setting your ear on the floor. No sooner have you put your ear on the floor before you swing your head to the other side, keeping your chin close to your chest and placing the other ear and side of your face on the ground. 
Gently rotate your head from side to side with the back of your neck slightly rounded. Follow the direction of the top of your head. How does it change direction as you move through space? Could you leave your jaw slightly open as you would in water? Breathing out until your head is turned and your breath comes in. Rest for a while. Turn to whichever side feels easier in your neck and stay there. Slide your shoulders up and down your back. As one shoulder slides up towards your face, the other slides down your back. Do this a few times with your head resting in one direction. Change the position of your head and continue the sliding somewhat rhythmically and smoothly in the manner of crawling, swimming or walking. Your head's resting on the other side and you slide your shoulders up and down your back. Rest a little. Would you combine the movement of turning your head from side to side, from ear to ear, while keeping the sliding movement of your shoulders up and down. You continue both movements at the same time. Your shoulders slide up and down your back as you continue to turn your head from side to side. When does it seem natural for your shoulder to slide back at what phase of the turning movement of your head. And pause again. Staying on your front, but this time rest up on your forearms like a sphinx or a dog, legs out long behind you. Turn to look over one shoulder towards your feet and then swing around to look over the other shoulder. Continue for some while, allowing your shoulders to shift and your chest to turn to accommodate your head looking over your shoulders at your feet. Can you see one leg or both? Neither. Does the weight shift on the front of your pelvis as you turn? Do your legs stay inert or does one seem to want to bend a little? Allow the turning movement of your head and shoulders to find its way down your whole body. Rest however you feel comfortable. You're on your stomach again with your legs outstretched and toes resting on the toenail side of your feet. Rest your head on one ear, one side of your face with your arms bent as before, your hands near your head. Slowly roll both legs and feet in one direction and then the other, your knees slightly bending each time. 
play with the tempo of the movement. As you go more quickly, find a carelessness, a freedom or lightness in the rolling. Toss your legs quickly and lightly. How far up your torso does the movement go? Do you sense any play in the vertebra of your middle back? How about your upper back? Is there a slight twist in your shoulders too? Pause again. Still lying on your stomach, turn your head to the right. Roll your pelvis slowly to the left, creating a gap underneath the right side of your pelvis to give room for your leg to bend and for you to slide your knee up along the floor in the direction of your face. Do this several times. Your leg lengthens and once again the weight of your pelvis shifts to give enough space for your knee to slide up and for your whole spine to accommodate to the twist. Rest briefly and then do the same thing to the other side. Your weight shifts and your left knee slides up towards your face. Slides up along the floor and your spine accommodates the twist. And pause again. Come back to being on your stomach, facing to the right. With your hands somewhere near your head. Lift your head and look over your shoulder towards your knee as it slides up along the floor. You'll find yourself propping on your forearms to allow your head and torso to swivel. You lift your head up and look over your shoulder to your knee and then slide your leg back down and put your head on the floor resting towards the right. No more than three or four times. And when you're ready, repeat the same action with your head turned towards the left and this time it's your left knee sliding up the side. Your knee slides up and you lift your head up, look over your shoulder towards the knee sliding up. Replace your head and your legs go back long. After a few repetitions, Start to move from side to side, first looking over your right shoulder at your right knee coming up, then at your left. Gently, with no extra effort or push. Take a good rest, you may like to be on your back now. Return to the Sphinx position and the same movement. This time though, prop on your left elbow as you take the weight off your right elbow and elongate your right arm. At the same time, 
your right knee slides up along the floor. And then you go back to your starting position. With each repetition, make it a little easier and familiar. Shifting your weight onto your left elbow, taking the weight off your right elbow and lifting your right arm up. Extend it fully as your right knee slides up. What's the distance from your breastbone to your right fingertips? Each time your hand comes back to the floor and your initial starting place with the weight on both elbows before reaching the right arm up again into large winged movement. Rest a little before you find the same pattern on the other side. When you're lifting your left arm up on the other side and drawing your left knee up, do you find that this side is easier to turn or more restricted than when you lifted up your right arm? When you're ready, go from side to side, looking at each hand in turn. You slide your right knee up, Lift your right arm right up towards the ceiling. Replace it. Your head swings around. Left knee slides up at the same time as you lift your left arm up. When you're satisfied, take a nice rest. Take your cushion or a couple of towels or even a pile of books and lie on your left side, propping your head up. Spread your hand over the top of your breast with your fingers in the breastbone and roll your head and chest towards the ceiling. Your elbow points to the back of you. Your fingers are there to guide the turning and encourage your ribs to be fully part of the team. Use enough pressure to encourage the stiffer ribs to move and turn, to make it easier to look up the ceiling and the space behind you. After several goes, release your hand as you turn so that your right arm is fully outstretched. You go from having your fingertips in your breastbone and then stretching your arm, your right arm right out. Notice the twist in your underneath ribs too, the way that they twist to help you stretch your arm out and the way that they twist in a different direction to bring you back to resting on your side. Your pelvis is largely facing forward so that the movement emphasis is in the ribs and in your outstretched arm. Rest on your back, noticing any sensations which may be new to you. When you're ready, turn onto your right side with your knees tucked up and the fingers of your left hand across your chest with your fingers spread and able to maneuver the ribs into turning. You roll your upper body leftwards 
and release your arm into its full length before rolling back onto your right side. So you roll your body, elbow is reaching out, and then you release your arm into full length before rolling back onto your side. It's a lovely arm opening movement where you're encouraging your upper ribs and torso to turn while your pelvis stays largely forwards. Please rest on your back. Lying on your back with both knees bent and your feet underneath your knees, stretch both arms upwards, palms facing each other, and leave them straight as you reach one and then the other towards the ceiling. How do your shoulder blades slide on the way up and way down? One arm reaches higher than the other. Find a rhythmic movement and notice the pressure changing on your upper back as you roll across it, reaching your arms up. How does your head respond? And pause. Staying on your back, straighten your right arm towards the ceiling and start reaching. But this time rotate it as you reach. Your right arm reaches up, thumb and forefinger driving the movement and your palm will be facing away from your midline. When you're at the end of your reach, imagine picking a fruit or turning a key and your arm rotates and your palm will look towards the center, your arm softening and bending a little as you return. Repeat this rotation several times. Rest and notice if there's a difference between the sensation between both your arms. Find the same twisting movement on your left arm, stretching it up and being aware of the direction of your fingers, your wrist and your palm. Stretch both arms upwards and alternate the rotation, bending one arm as it comes down a little while the other reaches high. Repeat a number of times, going to full range but without any sense of struggle or effort or trying. You just enjoy the, the, where you can get to with the reach. You repeat a number of times feeling that it can be easy and rhythmic with your breathing unimpeded. Rest all together. Finally, lie on your stomach again, your legs long and slightly apart. Begin to toss your legs from side to side and notice how high up your spine you can feel the effects of the rotation. Move on to your elbows and look over one shoulder and then the other. Can you see further now than when we first started? Rest a little before getting up 
And when you go swimming again, find the same ease of rotation through your body as you glide, pelvis and torso rocking a little side to side around the central axis of your spine. Pay special attention to the action of your arms, one lifting out of the water as you look at it, and then dynamically pushing through the water, thumb and forefinger leading. There are many styles of swimming, so experiment with your own. Enjoy challenging your habits and above all, enjoy your practice.